If I was ready. If anybody has a hidden immunity idol and you want to play it, now would be the time to do so. The queen stays queen. You said Russell Feathers. Did you do that? Yeah. I'm supposed to glamour you. We have great bananas all the time. Dude, my prize isn't even a million dollars. My prize was that I, I, fell in, I, I fell in love in this game. Love at first sight. Her name is Candace. You officially go down as the dumbest survivor ever. Welcome to Not Game. I'll personal. Hey. We are a Survivor podcast here to talk about all things Survivor. I'm Nathan. This is Tony talking about this week's episode. Another banger from season 44. The bangerist. I'm sorry. I'm a little distracted. I'm pulling up, you know, these websites where I usually like to see faces of who's on this season and whatnot. Uh, I didn't realize their tribe for the merge was Vava. Is that what it is? (laughs) Mm-hmm. It means something in, I think Carson suggested it, it means something in Fijian. I must have missed that. I'm I'm looking at this and it just caught, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, there was a whole, well, it wasn't a whole thing. It was just like, what should we call ourselves? And Carson's just like, ah, how about this? Yeah, well, there you go. Not related to this episode at all. Uh, but no. It's something. <laughs> it's something. Uh, what do you think of this episode, Tony? Hey. I thought it was a pretty good episode. Um, I another episode of just some like plain old straight up survivor, which is always appreciated. Um, had an actual uh reward challenge and immunity challenge, which was just fun to add that in. I feel like was it this that they were talking about next year? They're gonna do hour and a half episodes. That is the rumor online. I'm not sure how confirmed the rumor it is. Online. Yeah, I feel like it's going to be really good for episodes like this because it was like the night after Tribal and then right into the reward challenge and then right into like, it felt like it was moving very quickly because they had more stuff to get to. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, I think it was good. I think that's good because we didn't get a ton of fluff, which is always appreciated. Yeah, and there's, uh, I believe it was season 40 was the infamous reward challenge that never actually aired. I don't know if you yeah. remember that, that there mm-hmm. was just a whole challenge, whole reward, uh, never saw TV. So, yeah, I mean, I think the more they can add, the better. Obviously, it helps the context of us seeing what's actually going on at the camp. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, these rewards always lead to a lot of good gameplay. And I would say that the reward this episode definitely influenced a lot of what we saw the rest of the episode, <laughs> especially concerning Tribal. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, yeah, it it absolutely did. Um, it was an interesting crew to bring together. Um, but it was fun to see how blurred the lines of alliances seem to be for a lot of these people. Yes, well, let's that that's one thing I want to talk about with you. Uh, and I think we can talk about this now. Uh, all right. This was a something that Jamie said at Tribal Council, where. I'm pretty sure this is almost word for word that alliances don't exist anymore in this new era of Survivor. If not word for word, she pretty much used all those. That's what she said. (laughs) Yeah. Which I don't think I've heard so explicitly. I think we've seen it. We've talked about it, just kind of how fluid it is. Day to day, it changes. Uh, and I think it's interesting because up until this episode, I would say we did kind of have a little more old school alliance vibes as mm-hmm. far as like, here's this group and this group, and then these three people in the middle. 
Uh, so yeah, I don't know. Do you agree with that assessment that this era, there's just no firm alliances anymore? I mean, it does feel like it. You don't see, but at the same time, if you look at like historical alliances, it wasn't super common for an alliance to reach the end and be like, Oh, it's just us. And now we're just going to have, now we fight it out. Like that's always the thing. We're going to get to the end with our alliance and get to final six, final five, final four, whatever it is. And then we're going to fight it out. That very rarely actually happens. Mm -hmm. So there's that aspect. I think that's always been kind of fluid. I think the interesting thing is now we're seeing people just jump from those alliance even quicker. And I wonder if it has to do with the fact that they're not out there as long. So they're not in spending entire days of like not really doing much just together and like spending time together and getting closer and growing those bonds more. Like, I wonder if that is part of it. I think yeah. there is a level of like, I mean, look at Danny. Danny played an idol for Franny two weeks ago, left her out of a vote last week, and now voted her out this week. Like, it's just such a sh quick shift. She did win a few challenges. That's always the thing that makes the shift, I think. Mm -hmm. um, but I feel like, yeah, alliances aren't as firm. You can't rely on them as much as you used to be able to. No, I think that's a very, very good point, uh, especially because I think you look at the time, like, span of what happens in between tribals where it used to be, you know, you'd have a day or two, sometimes just a buffer where it's just a camp day. Uh, not so much the case here. You know, I don't know the exact schedule uh, of Island life. Like what day? I mean, I'm it's out there. They, they tell us what day it is every episode. Uh, but mm -hmm. like Danny going from saving Franny with an idol, using his own idol to save her, to mm -hmm. voting her out. That's that's a couple days, maybe three, mm -hmm. four days tops like that. That's an insane turnaround. So I think there is something to that where you just don't have that rapport with people because you're not having as much time to build those connections. There's too many twists. There's too many, you know, this or that happening that you don't really get time to just sit there with people. I wonder if there's also part of it that they're starting in smaller tribes so like I, I don't actually have like information to back me up on this but when you're Love just that. divided up into like groups of groups of six three groups of six that's less people to like actually bond with on your tribe that you'll actually click with and so maybe there's less opportunity to like have and so quickly you're at each other's throat so you can't have an alliance of five and a group of six because real quickly, there's going to be problems. So already, you're very cautious of each other and running those numbers games. Whereas if you start in a group of nine or ten, you have that opportunity to be like, okay, no, we have our six and we're after those four. And that's what the focus is going to be for at least four, which is, ends up being like a week and a half maybe in the old survivor. I guess I don't know the exact schedule like you were saying. So yeah. I wonder if that's a, an aspect of it, of it as well. Uh -huh. But yeah, it's tough to tell for sure. Right. And I think especially because like once you get to the merge, a tribe of six, you're lucky if you have three or four of them mm -hmm. going into the merge. Right. I think Soka and Ratu both had four. Uh, Tika had three. I think that's how the numbers kind of fell. Uh, well, it depends if you count Josh at the merge or not. Technically, he didn't make mm -hmm. the merge. Uh, but like that first large vote, he was there. So, yeah, I guess Soka was kind of dominating with the five. Uh, yeah, so yeah, I think a lot of it has to do with all of that. Uh, but yeah, it was just fascinating that Jamie kind of had that observation because uh, we definitely saw that this episode where it felt like a refresh. 
I'm just trying to keep up. Okay. Who is actually working with who? Because last week, I think the people I thought were like, okay, this person is a hundred percent voting with this person. Not the case anymore. And it's kind Mm -hmm. of all up in the air. And I think it's going to continue like that for the next couple of weeks, because I don't see like the people who voted together this episode. I'm not viewing this as like, okay, this is the majority. Now I'm viewing it like next week. We'll probably have another refresh. Mm hmm. Yeah, it's it's fascinating to see where everybody is falling and where they're going to go next. And some of these players are just so fascinating. I think you brought up Jamie because she said it, obviously. But Jamie, I just don't know what to do with her. I think she's more confusing of a person to me right now than Carolyn is, which is like a crazy thing to say. 100% agree with you. I understand Carolyn completely. And she's just a delight. But Jamie, it's like, okay, are they trying to prop her up to, to, to be the idiot? Are they trying to prop her up just because she talks a lot or she has this like absurd confidence or is that? Well, we definitely would never talk about an edit, but I don't know. Like it's what, what are they trying to give us if there were such a thing? Uh Well, we we definitely need to talk about her because last week I, I expressed, I was a little confused that her fake idol just got flushed and that was the end of that. It felt like such a letdown, right? I was Mm -hmm. like, why did, why was there so much buildup? to nothing it turns out but now here's the payoff (laughs) right like the payoff is still and it's not done the fact that she is still in the game this is going to stick with her because she's never going to play this so everyone's going to assume she still has like it's brilliant i cannot believe how much work this fake idol that isn't even in the game anymore is doing against her yeah, and the fact that they're like, that is such a like ridiculous story. It's 100% true. Wow, how can she lie to us like that? It's like, she's not. She's just telling you the truth. That's why you should believe. Like That's why it seems like she's being so truthful. Because she's just yeah. telling you the truth. It hurts to see, honestly. Which I'm fine with it, Jamie. I'm not a fan of, but... It's hilarious. And it's hilarious. Like, I think it's just the way she's going about it as well. Because she kind of had this confessional where she's like, I got two options. Either I, I don't even remember what the other option was, but one of the options was like, I just come clean about it. And I'm just like, I don't know. Like you, you, does that not cross your mind that by saying this, people are going to be hesitant to trust that? Like that, that Mm -hmm. is a very bold thing. Like, Hey guys, I did have an idol. Not anymore. Like, no, you'd be stupid to just take that at face value. Mm -hmm. Option number two was to find another idol. Just, that was I'm it. pretty sure if I remember <laughs> correctly it was to find another one which I know sounds easy it doesn't seem to be I yeah um but yeah she just she's just yeah it's just not a good idea to try to tell a far-fetched story but also I don't know what she should do should she just not mention it everybody thinks she has an idol so they're gonna try to flush it anyways like is that a better alternative for her than to try to be like no genuinely I had an idol I gave it to Kane because of a knowledge of power, which is a fair thing to do. I don't know why they were so dismissive of it. Like it's the most ridiculous thing in the world. I think it was more just her presentation. And it also happened after the reward challenge. Like she didn't come clean immediately, which I want to look for idols quick. Sure. I think that might put something on my radar. Yeah. Uh, but I think the other option that you could do is just let people think you have an idol, which I know is seen as a threat now in this era survivor. 
But like there used to be a day where like fake idols were used as like a hey, I have an idol, so don't vote for me. You know, mm-hmm. so like there is technically an angle that that could work. Now, I'm not confident that she could pull anything like that off. Uh, but it just it it felt weird. And then her bringing up at tribal again in front of Jeff and the jury, like it's just oh, you're you're not helping your case. I hate whenever they bring up stuff that's like everybody in the tribe knows, but they have to like let announce to jeff and to the jury to just be mm-hmm. like hey so it's like well everybody knows this but like it's like shut up uh, all right we get it I and mean, i know it's a necessary thing but it always annoys me because then yeah. everybody's just kind of like yep we know uh, i don't know that's part of the game i guess right just yeah. trying to sell yourself to the jury every chance yeah. you get. <laughs> I, I just don't know what she's supposed to be and it just fascinates me well let's start at the beginning of the episode because it is place to start. somewhat related to Jamie. Uh, we saw the fallout from last week's tribal. Mm-hmm. And now you and I spent a couple minutes speculating why Franny voted for Jamie. Uh, I think I remember at least my opinion. I think I was very generous on her as if she was setting something up for the future and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Turns out she was just left out of the boat. <laughs> that's she was it. Left out. Yeah. Just uh, and we didn't tell you, and it's like, oh, that's a weird thing to like not tell a close ally. Uh huh. Yes. Danny is someone who's like wants to be this like comp beast and is kind of built for it. Is very quick to toss aside his ally, who's also good at challenges. Y- yes, yes, it's very strange, and I think that to me was like, okay, yes, he was targeting her this episode, but last week. He left her out of a vote. So you're not even talking like two weeks in between idol to voting out. You're talking one week, one tribal, possibly one day between I'm saving you with an idol. I'm leaving you out of a vote. Yeah. It's like that is such a quick turnaround. And all like the way she like the reason she was upset wasn't even because like, wow, I'm so sad. Kane's gone. It's a why? Why did you leave me out? Like, mm-hmm. what was the purpose? Did you want me to look <clears throat> stupid? And I think it's a fair thing to question. And I don't think we really got a great answer for it. No, it was just kind of like, a, yep, we did it. Sucks to suck. And everybody moved on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, like, I'm looking at the votes again um, for last week. And it was essentially like everyone. Like, she was the only one. Uh, mm-hmm. That, you know, Lauren and Jamie both voted and for K- Heidi. And Kane, but... Yeah, Kane voted for Danny because they thought they were splitting the votes. Uh, but it was literally just Franny left out of the vote. Uh, mm-hmm. Even all the Tika voted for Kane. And so I think, uh, you know, we talked a lot about Franny last week as, like, her being this big threat and, like, she better be on people's radars. Um, and so I think last week she probably was... They just didn't mm-hmm. show a lot of it because clearly there yeah. was a lot of uh, people orchestrating this blind side that they weren't going to tell her about. Mm-hmm. And so I, I just don't think we saw any of that on the edit. Yeah, I also just. Danny went kind of godfather mode this episode, which we'll get to a little bit later, I'm sure. But just kind of the way he talked to Heidi he's like, we have the votes. We don't need you like that's bold strategy to take which makes me feel like it wasn't 
it, I feel like it wasn't discussed for the last episode just because she was safe. And it it was kind of festering underneath. But that's just that's just my read on it. I don't actually have any information to back that up. But I think you're wrong. Um You think I'm wrong? No, I'm just playing. Wow. Uh shocking. You know, yeah, I think you're wrong. Screw you. Um so back <laughs> to the beginning of the episode again. Yeah. Uh, moving off of Franny a little bit, if that's okay. That's fine. Well, we gotta I, come back to just, her, but yes. For the, yeah, 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 yeah. A lot but of Franny like, going for on. The chronological order. There's something else in that beginning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. After how low we were on Karsten last week, I feel a big shift in my view of him based on this episode. I don't know about you, but like just some of the little stuff that I saw, I'm like, okay, okay, he's making moves, he's doing things, he's he's working his magic, and still doesn't. Which you can't really say he doesn't seem like a threat because he has immunity, so that's hard to do. But. He was like one immunity, and then also the conversation with, with Jamie winning her over. I feel like was super good, where he was just like Kane said this, and she was like, "Oh my gosh, thank you so much for telling me." He's like, "Kane didn't say that," but she can't ask Kane, so we're good. Might bite him in the butt later, but I like like that kind of gameplay. That was fun for me. Yes, I had a feeling that you'd be coming into this episode higher on Carson. And I'm just going to say, it is bold of you to assume that we were both on the same page last week, because I don't think we were. I think no? you were still high on Carson last week. No, I think, we... well, I think I was, I think I was, I was like saying like, I need to pump the brakes. And I feel like I am uh-huh. assuming the best in him when it's not necessarily fair for me to do that at this point. Mm-hmm. Like, And I think I said, like, I think I, I'm viewing him as this season's Jesse. And I don't think we've seen that, at least in the last few episodes, that that's actually a thing that is happening. Yes, so, I think my opinion on I think Carson. I just, <laughs> you're probably right. I probably just uh, hedged my bets a little bit. Here's, <laughs> I think that's okay. probably Here, here's my thoughts on Carson. And I don't think I can have an accurate assessment on his gameplay. And here's why. When I watched him in this episode, I'm watching him through the lens of everybody. I'm just assuming everyone's thoughts on him based on the episode. Okay, so I'm assuming like, oh, people are going to love that he said that people are going to love. So in my mind, I'm automatically trying to play devil's advocate. And so I don't think he had a great episode, but I think that's only because I'm subconsciously just biased because I'm trying to fight back against everyone who's been hyping him up all season. Does that make sense? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I have reasons for these moments that I think you're going to bring up, including this first one, but I don't know how accurate they are, or even if that's how I really feel. It's confusing. I think think it's honestly the reality of every take that we have is Uh reading it through this certain lens. And yeah, so everything has to be taken with a grain of salt, unfortunately, unless it's the actual players that are like, ah, this is how I felt when they said this. Because, like, if he was the underdog and if, like, everyone was like, oh, he sucks, I'd be like, no, guys, you're sleeping on him. But now that, like, I think at least what I'm seeing on the Internet, I think he's very much elevated as, like, one of the front runners to win. I think that's what's causing me to want to poke holes in mm-hmm. that theory. And that means practically nothing if we think that he's a front runner. Because they vote yes. by their own set of rules and what they think. And so, like, constantly I get frustrated with it. So that's that's a good point to be like, uh, is he really the front runner? So, okay, so here's my thoughts on that first point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The lie that he told Jamie about Kane. 
Uh, I do think it's a smart move. It's a good move. Causes some paranoia. And I think that definitely sets into motion people's thoughts on Jamie. I just, it's so hard to tell how the jury will actually take that. Mm -hmm. Because if Jamie goes out within the next tribal or two, she goes back, uh, maybe talks to Kane about that. Depending on Kane's reaction, that could make or break someone's opinion on you. Now, mm-hmm. is that right or fair? I don't know. I think you and I are both usually more of the mindset of like, hey, it's a game. Like, mm-hmm. line's part of it. But I think we've seen the jury not always like that. So it's. It, I think it's really hard to tell, like, was that actually a good move or not? Mm-hmm. And that's a great point. Like, that lying to – we very rarely see – a straight up just lie to someone's face in modern survivor because of that, because there are people who will take it poorly. I would say that if, if I were to, if I had to make a guess, I would say Kane might be able to get over it because he was already out of the game and he might see it as a game move. I'm not so sure about Jamie. I feel like Jamie might take it personally that he lied straight to her, straight to her face. Um, But yeah, you never know because it could just be the complete opposite and he lose a vote or win a vote based on that. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a very fair assessment on both Kane and Jamie. Jamie is a mystery, as you can probably guess by our assessment so far in this episode. So fascinating. <laughs> um, but then, yeah, I think it jumps right into the uh, reward challenge, which Franny wins. Yeah. And let's see. Oh, she won that and then got voted out immediately. That's really rude for people who voted for her. So she took Carolyn, Lauren, and Jamie, right? No, Heidi. Heidi. The three moms. No, Lauren went for sure. She was one of the moms. You said Jamie, not... Didn't you? It's Car- did say Jamie. Carolyn, Lauren, and Heidi were the three. Oh. Jamie, did, Jamie didn't go. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. I got those two mixed up. Jamie and Heidi then. My bad. Yes. No, wait, not... Oh, wait, you got Jamie and Heidi mixed up? Is that what you're yeah. saying? Okay. Got it. We're on, okay. Cool. <laughs> I hope everybody uh, enjoyed listening. To yes, the three mobs. Three mobs on the reward <laughs> challenge. It didn't seem like she like intentionally. It was kind of like one mom at a time. So I don't know if mm-hmm. like that was her uh, initial strategy. Uh, yeah, it's always tough to be like, oh, I know you miss your kids, and pick somebody, and then everybody else is like, jam, jam. I bitter jam jam. Just like I love him and I hate him <laughs> at the same time. But that's a separate thing. But yeah, yeah, like everybody else is sitting there like, yeah, I have family too. Like. <laughs> Just because they complain about it more now that they they get to go on this? That's stupid. Yeah, it is tough. And I think, I don't know, it's one of those situations where it's like, should Franny have won this? I don't know. I'm not convinced that this was the best option for her. I mean, clearly not because she went home. Mm -hmm. So we're talking hindsight now. Anything probably would have been better than this outcome. Uh, But it's like, like, there's just, to me, so little to gain with it mm-hmm. because like you often see the people who sit back from the reward those are the ones that almost form a tighter bond than the people who are actually on the reward mm-hmm. so they're they're upset they're like why weren't we taken oh there's a strong person over there let's get rid of them hmm. that's exactly what happened yeah I, that that's just how humans operate you know anger mm-hmm. and bitterness unite us way more than things we're passionate about especially yeah, I have nothing to add. <laughs> I had something and it wasn't valuable. 
Uh, I will note too, uh, the same thing happened last season uh, with Noel winning the reward challenge and the loved uh, the notes from the loved ones. And then mm-hmm. that was the episode Jesse turned on her after she took him on the reward. So I oh, think I'm, I haven't dug any deeper. That's just off the top of my mind remembering that. But mm-hmm. there very well could be a trend of this happening. <laughs> it's a pretty stacked crew of people who went home in eighth place in these last four seasons. Do you have a list or do you just? I do. Okay. Nathan, I have the boot orders memorized for the last four seasons. Are you kidding me? No, you uh, don't. There's no way. Obviously, Franny, uh-huh. Noel, <laughs> Hi, and Shan. I don't. Okay. I don't I'd know. It's a pretty solid crew. I, I think Noel is probably the weakest link to me. Yeah. I don't know if Hi is much stronger. I feel like I remember Hi being pretty solid. It's better than Romeo. Sorry, I dude, Romeo didn't deserve that. I remember <laughs> so not liking High when it came to the jury votes. I can't remember why. But he didn't. I don't remember feeling fondly about the way he took the season. Maybe I'm wrong. I could be wrong. And I apologize to High if I'm wrong about that. But when I hear his name, I'm like, ah, I don't I don't care about him. It doesn't feel good. Hey, <laughs> sometimes that sticks with you. Sometimes that's all it is. But yeah, Fran, Franny and Shan. Those are those are my, my girls, right? My archetypes. <laughs> Shanny and Fran. Yep. Uh uh yeah, so this reward challenge. Uh during it, Carolyn was clearly the right person to take because that just made Franny her number one just out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming that there's probably been more leading up to this with their relationship because I don't recall any like any interaction between the two of them before this moment. So I want to believe that there was something and this was just like the icing on top. Maybe not though. Maybe they haven't talked at all. And this was their first interaction. And (laughs) Carolyn's just like, I love you. Thank you. A ride or die till the end. (laughs) Uh, But while they're there, it is pitched that they should team up and go for Danny. Carolyn was very explicit about it. I literally laughed out loud when mm-hmm. they're kind of walking around it. She's like, we're talking about voting out Danny, right? Everyone's <laughs> like, whoa. whoa. Uh, it's so funny. She's out here looking like Gabler. <laughs> yes. No, Last year when he was like, I hate, oh, what was her name? I really liked her. Ellie. That was, was my winner pick. Ellie. Ellie, yep, okay. That makes sense. I was like, that wasn't Allie. Ellie. Yeah. He's just like, she stinks. I hate her so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so the pitch is brought up. People seem to like entertain it. You know, there's no like real indication. Like Lauren was like, Oh yeah, hundred percent. You know, I'm been trying for him for a while now. You know, and mm-hmm. Heidi's like a little hesitant. So, like, I think her and Franny are kind of eyeing each other, being like, is this our time? Is this our time? And they're very vocal Mm -hmm. about, like, discussing that. Like, is this the right moment? Um, And so they kind of come back with that in mind while everyone else at the tribe is brainstorming to get Franny out. (laughs) They were all just lockstep. We're getting Franny out. Not a single one of them changed their vote. No. And I think. And then they they pulled over Lauren, actually. That's, That's what it was. It was. Yeah. We're getting Franny. Yeah, well, I definitely think Lauren and Jamie, honestly, I think at this point might be the strongest duo 
or the strongest like voting block alliance, however you want to word that. Mm-hmm. Because I think the fact that they did that, like they pulled her in after. I mean, okay, Lauren's the only one who actually betrayed Franny from the reward challenge, right? Because Carolyn yeah. Heidi didn't vote for her. So, like, the fact that they just, like, did that, I don't know. Like, maybe just Lauren was just fake the whole time or her and Jamie are actually that tight, you know? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm looking at the votes. Yeah, the, those two are pretty lockstep. It's, I, I, this is actually, like, a perfect example of what we said, how everybody... I don't think I realized how, how perfect it was. Everybody that stayed back was just like, yeah, we're doing this. So I wonder if that split vote was ever actually a consideration to the people who voted out Franny, or if that was all just them like, oh yeah, totally, we'll definitely vote out Franny. I would we'll guess... definitely split the vote between Heidi and Danny. Yeah, I would guess it probably was always that plan, mm-hmm. you know? And they just did a good job trying to present us with alternative options, so it wasn't mm-hmm. just straightforward and boring. Uh, and I think it, you know, it makes sense. I think the fact that Franny won two individual immunities and that was saved by an idol, mm-hmm. like, good time to get her out, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Do you think, this is kind of taking a step in a different direction, do you think there's an idol out to be found currently? I was wondering that, but I was more wondering it under the assumption, like, if people do think that Kane took out an idol, why aren't they looking for it? Maybe we just mm-hmm. didn't see it. I don't know. But I'm not actually sure. I, I think there probably is, though, because... Or wait, wait, wait. Did Heidi find Danny's idol after Danny used it? Is that when Heidi find it? found it? I think so. Okay. Because that would be the only one that potentially might be out there. So if that's the case, then there probably isn't one out there. Surprises uh, but, me that they start with three real, three fake, and then there's just one in the game. Well, there's two in the game right now. Ah, I forgot about Carolyn's. She's still hanging on to that sucker. So there should be a third technically if there's one from each tribe still. Yes. Matthews was never put back into the game, I think. Unless... Okay, so either... Yeah, unless Heidi found that one. I, I just can't remember what week she found it. Mm-hmm. So there there could be another one out there, potentially. Uh, but hey, I mean, if we ride out, like we got seven people left, I wouldn't mind just having two idols and no more for the rest of the game. That's fine, right? I just enjoy when they're played more often, and there's not played super often in Modern Survivor. Well, the fact that the two people that were not in on the vote this week both have idols, this could be True. fun. True. That could be very fun. I'm excited. All right. So how do we want to talk about these plans that went down? Because <clears throat> uh, there's... <laughs> I mean, I guess I'll just lay them out. So yeah, there's yeah. the plan to get Franny. Uh, the girls come back for the reward, suggesting split the vote between Danny and Jamie. And then there's the last minute poll by Carolyn. Let's vote out Heidi. Well, that started with, so there were the two plans. There was the, there was vote out Franny and split the vote. And then Danny went up to Heidi and was like, Hey, we're actually going to be voting out Franny. 
And that's when he did his little like, we already have the vote, so we don't even really need you. Which mm-hmm. I think was meant to be, I want to talk about this line specifically. So I think it was yeah. meant to be like, we don't need you for this vote, but I'm looping you in because you're my number one. Like he even says like, you're my number one. I want you like part of this, but it didn't feel that way, the way that he presented it. But and then she went and gave that information to like Carolyn and Jamie and some of those people um, and was like, hey, this is what's happening. Like uh, there's numbers to take out Franny. And then that's when I think who brought up Heidi? I can't remember who it was. It was, was it Carolyn. Lauren? Someone was it Carolyn? Yeah, because yeah, Carolyn was, like, was suspect at the way that she presented it, saying like, hey, mm-hmm. if Danny actually said that, why are you OK with this? Which I thought yeah, the same thing. Yeah, because then Heidi left, and then they were talking about it, and she's like, "Well, why don't we just get rid of Heidi?" Yep, yep, yep. Like I, I think voting out Heidi was probably the wrong move, anyways. But I think Carolyn's logic wasn't far off because I literally was watching with the same before she even said that. I was like, "Why isn't Heidi more bothered by this?" She mm-hmm. was just kind of like, "Oh, okay, cool, thanks for you know." So. She kind of like halfway asked, well, who are the uh, like, who is vote? Like, where are these votes? And he didn't give her an answer. And so I don't know, like she was way too just OK with that happening. Mm-hmm. You you want all the information you can get. Otherwise, I feel like I'm going like if, if you can't tell me who's voting for what, then what are we doing here? And I, I'm always curious, like how much time until tribal and if it's like mixed in. Like, oh, they show us something at the beginning, which happened like five minutes before tribal and vice versa. So th- that's always a challenge, too, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would assume that the Heidi plan was probably like very last minute, mm-hmm. um, especially since it just like didn't even go through at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's it's very fascinating the way that Danny kind of presented that and I don't know. Let's let's talk about him for a second because I think it's so hard to get a good read on how his game is going. Because in one aspect, he comes across as this physical threat, but has yet to win anything. Like not saying he has to, like you know, that doesn't make him a bad player, but I think it does make that threat like not as big of a threat in that way. Mm-hmm. And then socially. Last week, I would have assumed Franny and Heidi would have been his people. Now he voted Franny out. Now he has Heidi voting for him. Like, where does he go? Does he just naturally become the next threat, like the next Brandon who they try to get out? Or does he have social clout with other people that he can bounce back from this? I don't see any level of real, like, social clout or clout crowd. Sauerkraut. Um, yeah, I don't think he has any like connections. I think the best that he had was probably Franny and Heidi. And obviously he just got rid of Franny and then well, yeah, and then Heidi's probably not gonna super trust him after that. At least she shouldn't. Did she vote for him? Yeah, she voted for him. Dang. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, I don't and I don't think he's connected with anybody else on any other tribe. I think he has a good strategic mind. Like, he knows what he's doing, but I think he's, I think, yeah, I feel like the way he wants to play the game and the way he wants it to look is just so, he's not great at socially connecting with his people. He's like, oh my gosh, you you feel it a little sick. It's like, yeah, he doesn't feel good, man. Leave him alone. Like, the way that he's just processing some of this stuff with Carson being sick last week and sitting out. Um, 
yeah, that doesn't win you a ton of clout when you're just really aggressive like that. So it's also kind of like the opposite of what a lot of other more physical threats have done in the past. I mean, we think of winners at war when it was like the whole like, hey, we're lions, like we gotta keep our lot like the lions mm-hmm. in the game, you know? Like there was that whole strategy. And he's kind of doing the opposite. Like Brandon was his target. Franny, who was the biggest physical threat in the game, he got out. So he is specifically targeting those people now. Which is crazy because be... Brandon was supposed to be his guy. Well, that's the weird thing is like we've seen him express otherwise, but his strategy for the past couple of weeks has been get out the threats so I can be the only threat. And I just Which makes me I'm... think I want to take back the strategic thing that I said. I think that he's. When he has time to think ahead, maybe he has an idea. But once he's like actually in a situation, he just does whatever feels right. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's hard to tell. And I do wonder, like, was there something more with him not going on the reward challenge that kind of pushed that? Did he see, hey, there's four females here that could get dangerous? Like, I think mm-hmm. there's a lot going on. But it's just I don't I don't know where he goes from here. And I'm wondering if this vote was the best move for him. Yeah, I he seems he seems to me like the classic. I feel like he gets to the end and he doesn't get he doesn't win like they wouldn't respect his game at all, no mm-hmm. matter what. So they might he, might he might be somebody that they keep around for a little while. Who knows? Yeah. Reminds me of like a Dean from Island of the Idols. Uh, I think Dean should have won that season. That's my yeah? take. I oh. do. I really think he should have won. I remember being I hated that final. Mm-hmm. Tommy I have to rewatch it. Bottom five winners. Wow. That's oh, my crazy. take. Should have been recording that. So what, it's it's him. It's no, I'm not going to mean to people. Not just to make Nick mad. What? Oh, you know, Michelle, bad winner. Michelle and that. We, well, we do have an I'd episode be... where we ranked them all. Remember that? Oh, yeah. I'd be fine saying that about Michelle. I was going to go Natalie White immediately, and she doesn't deserve that. She got a lot of crap, and I feel bad about it. I thought you were going to go with Chris Underwood. Talk about Chris Underdog, am I right? Because that was definitely your lowest one. Was it? Yeah, you and Nick both had. uh, I'm pulling up my notes now. (laughs) I I I had Tommy as my lowest winner. That's so funny. That's so bold. That is bold. What am I here? I had Chris Underwood at 29th. I'm 29th? I'm much higher on him than other people are as a winner. I definitely I I know that's a fact. Clearly, no. You and Nick, I'm pretty sure both had him in last place. The the episodes online, we could we could just pull it up. And... I also have the paper somewhere. I was like looking at it. It's like no, I definitely wrote this down on paper. But people don't care about our winner rankings. Nope. There's go listen to that episode, folks. The whole episode, if you're curious. Um, <laughs> Spoilers for that one. Was there to cover? Well, I think I kind of want to just briefly touch on most people within this vote because here's here's my take on this entire vote. Mm-hmm. I think this specific tribal council is going to be the defining tribal council for everyone's game, good or bad. Mm-hmm. I think whoever the winner is is going to be able to point to this vote and say, hey, this was a good move for me. I think everyone – other than I'd say Jamie and Lauren, those are the two people that probably weren't like whatever. I think everyone else, like this was the vote that whenever they go home, we're going to point back to say this was a mistake. Mm. That That is my take. Interesting. 
So how do we get to? Uh, oh, so it could be a mess. Okay, because I think I think there was so much at stake here, and I think we're gonna see so many repercussions from it. Because I think one, like we're we already talked about Danny, voting Franny out could be a a miss like his game winning mistake. Mm-hmm. I think we we need to talk about Tika. We haven't even touched on them really, mm-hmm. but Carson and Jam Jam alienating Carolyn here. I think. If like if they win or lose, it's gonna come down to them leaving her out of this vote. Interesting. Hmm. Do you feel like yeah, it's interesting. I feel like it's possible. This will definitely be defining because I guess so much like back like to not backstab. Well, yeah, backstabbing happened or like double crossing or whatever it might be. I think mm-hmm. it's fair. And this was like a big one for turning, yeah, for turning on your allies. I think I this, see this might be the biggest vote of the season. I don't know if we could mm-hmm. have one bigger that could have this many effects. Yeah, because I guess if you look at Kane, it was kind of down the normal lines that you'd expect. Well, I don't know. I think okay. So here, here's my logic with it. Like, if you look at Kane's vote, even Brandon's vote, like they go home, a couple people's games were affected, but for the most part. You could have swapped them. Like, you could have voted out Jamie last week instead of Kane. Half the people in the game would have played the same way. Mm. It wouldn't have changed much. But I think Franny going out right now instead of Danny, instead of Heidi, like, that just blew up a lot of things for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I think for Heidi, um, I think her eyes are open now because she was left out of the vote. She sees her name written down twice. So moving forward, things are different. Danny, we talked about, like I said, Carolyn being left out. Maybe we should just talk about it now. I don't know if that was a great decision by Carson and Jam Jam. Do you think that she was just legitimately just left out? Or do you think she just chose? She's kind of votes for whoever she wants to vote for. Well, her plan was to get Heidi and she told them that plan. Oh, so okay. I don't remember seeing that. Yes. Like they were included in that. And that was, I mean, Carson had a confessional explaining that, like, this is a risky thing because last time we left Carolyn out, she was bitter about it. And now he reconnected her in Jam Jam. So by doing oh, this move, that's He's betraying right. one person or betraying another. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So that's why I think this is going to be game defined for him. Yeah, that'll be interesting. I part of me doesn't want Carolyn to have that much power, but a part of me loves that she does. <laughs> I think with Carolyn, it's hard to tell because she has tried a couple times to steer the vote a certain way and hasn't quite been able to do that other than that time that she uh, voted out Sarah. Mm -hmm. I think her with an idol is very dangerous. But I also don't think she is on the top of many people's radars either, and I think that's going to be an advantage for her. Like, I don't see people looking at this vote and saying, hey, Carolyn was left out of the vote. Let's target her next week. Mm-hmm. So I think she still has a little bit of cushion compared to some of these other people. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. I don't think anybody's worried about her at this point. She's just kind of around for the most part. Mm-hmm. Unlike other people um, who mm-hmm. I think their names might be thrown out. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm very curious to see what she does with this. But I just don't think that Carson Jam Jam 
made the correct decision. But it's hard to tell because I don't I, think we'll know for a couple weeks. I would say we haven't seen her effectively steer the vote for weeks. And so it's hard for me to say that just by losing her one, like her trust is going to screw you over entirely, especially when she has people like Danny that she's more focused on getting out. Um, I think there was probably something to like, sometimes all it takes is one vote and that's the swing vote. And if you screw over the person that has a swing vote, you're screwed. And that's possible. Absolutely. Um, But she's not like, it's not like the most powerful enemy in the world where it's like, oh, she's driving the ship. Like I'm screwed if I screw her over. No, I think I'm more basing it off of her idol. And also I think her being a free agent, Mm -hmm. you know, like that's something I think we talk a lot about. And I think the interesting thing is, you know, we, we mentioned like Franny losing Matt, that was really good for her. And she had a good stretch for a couple of weeks there mm-hmm. because it kind of, you know, pushed her a little, I think somehow Franny became Carolyn's number one. So technically I think Carolyn lost her number one this episode. Oh, my theory. Yes. So what she does with that, I don't know because it's Carolyn, mm-hmm. but I think there could be something there. I think it's fair. And I wouldn't be up bad because I love Carolyn. You know that. Yes. <laughs> we. I should have picked her as my winner. You should have. Should have followed my heart and gone. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be honest. I think she's gonna win this season more than ever right now. Really? I really think she is. Ah, oh, I feel like I have to. She feels like this season's Gabler, so part of me feels like I have to hate it. But I liked her so much more than I liked Gabler. Well, I think early on we said that because I think of like the archetype that they're playing, but. Let's be honest. She has had more of a game than he has already. Oh, like, for by sure. far. The fact that she even like talks about stretch and she like she knows what she's talking about, mm-hmm. even though she's left out of the vote. Like she's she's saying intelligent things when it comes to mm-hmm. where she wants to vote. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, that's uh Is there anyone else we gotta talk about? Jam Jam, we briefly mentioned. He's just kind of there, salty as all get out. Yes. <laughs> so coming out of this tribal, is there someone that you're like, they they won this tribal council. They are walking out of this tribal council in the best position. Mm. Based because... on like what was said at tribal council? Or just like the, based the on, result? Based on the, the result, the outcome. Like I would like to note, it annoyed me that Jeff came up with like the title and he said it, whatever it was. The the boots. He thing? said the full tilt boogie, and I was like, "Shut up!" Like, why are you assigning? Yeah, I was annoyed. Um, I think I saw Marianne also tweeted about it. Yeah, who would I pick to have to be in the best spot leaving this tribal to win the game? Just uh like I don't think Lauren's getting targeted anytime soon. Like who who do you think whose game was most improved by Franny getting voted out? <clears throat> like wow, they are in such a better position now that Franny is gone. It could be no one. If you don't think. Yeah, I don't I don't think I have one. No, no one stands out. Do you have someone? Hit me. Tell me. Uh I think this is where I'm going back. I want to say, I think this does help Carson a bit. 
I think it does. Okay. I think this is good for him because not only did he like win immunity, but like he got out one of the other two people that also won immunity, you know, Mm -hmm. that pushes him up a little bit. And I think this was good too, to kind of balance out the Soka rat too. Now, the only reason I think that he's a little better better than Jam Jam is because he's won immunity, and I think he actually has a shot to win the game. Um, mm-hmm. Otherwise, I think this also really helps Jam Jam because I, I don't know, like right now, just ob- like if you objectively look at it outside of what we know about their strategy, like they're playing the same game essentially. Mm-hmm. Jam Jam was one that popped in my head actually, just because he had no connection to her, and so her leaving was could like wasn't negative for him by any means. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting though. I'm like we've been saying, I, I fully expect next week there to be a complete reset though. Mm-hmm. And I have no idea where the numbers are gonna fall. Nathan, can I can I offer you offer you a prediction? You can sure try. And it's it and I this isn't entirely original. I will say that. Okay. Um and it's it's venturing into maybe edit edit territory. Oh, okay. Okay. But I don't okay. think it's fully edit because it's not like Oh, they're getting a lot of airtime. There's uh-huh. been a couple shots now of Carson just like staring into the fight like a blazing fire or whatever. There's been a couple times where it's just him sitting alone, sitting like just staring into the fire. I okay. think that he's going to be in this final fire making challenge. And I don't know if he wins or loses, but it's going to be big. Okay. I think he's going to lose. You think he's going to lose? I think he's going to lose. It's going to break my heart. To Carolyn. Call my achy break. There's, there's no chance Carolyn knows how to make a fire. <laughs> Is that rude to say? I think she could. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. I think, outside of like Carson, who can probably make fire, and maybe like Danny. I think Carolyn. All right. She she she. It wouldn't surprise me if she just pulls it up and then like. Well, actually, no. Heidi, remember Heidi's the one that like. Oh, maybe it's gonna be Heidi. Because Danny like Heidi looked past her and underestimated her, and then she's finally mm-hmm. like, "It's like I'll show you." And everyone's like, "Whoa, you can do it!" She's like, "Yeah, what the?" <laughs> Jam Jam seems like a fire kind of guy too. You think so? Yeah. All right. Uh, it's a fun season. I'm having fun. I'm having fun too. I feel like yeah, it's. I feel like it hasn't hit me, and I'm not like having a blast. Like it seems like other people are. So I'm hoping that it comes around, and I get re excited in this next few episodes i'm looking at we only have uh, what two or three more uh is it usually five in the finale i believe so so by next week so seven six so maybe two more weeks in the finale actually no i know the finale the finale is i think like uh the 24th yeah so two more weeks and then the finale wow love it It, it comes up fast this is definitely this these next few weeks i think are my favorites I think anywhere from like mm-hmm. the the six to eight range, I think it's enough people where it's like you can keep track of everyone's story, follow mm-hmm. what's going on, you know, like at the Everything beginning of the matters. merge, it's a little confusing still. Um, once you get down to like four or something, it's kind of like, okay, I see where this is going, but I like this range a lot. This is like the, this is where you see the people who move too early and the people who like move at the right time and like try to make their move too late. Like you see, this is that entire span. So you see those yep. happen yep. right in order and it's a blast. Yeah. Yep. Franny too early. Franny. I guess. <laughs> too early. 
Carson and Carolyn, maybe. <laughs> Possible. I won't rule it out. Uh, all right. You want to talk about the challenge? Did you watch the challenge? I, mean, I don't have a ton to say, but yeah, I watched it. <laughs> um, what, you mad? The, you okay? the Danny, Emily, Sarah group uh-huh. might be right. Like they, they effectively are like running the game and they didn't get everybody out that they wanted to, but they were pretty strategic and it worked out pretty well for them. And I feel like I need to, I need to be like, Hey, well done. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're doing the right things. I, I think I said a couple like early on, maybe like when Wes was gone and Danny was celebrating like, Oh yes, finally someone of that. And I would like to point out that like some of these people, just went in because of default, you know, they lost the daily. Yeah. So it's like, it wasn't all their strategy, but like, I think the outcome is going the way they wanted it to go. So mm-hmm. yeah, kudos to them. Not like uh, giving them a gimme and making people fight people who are good. I think was huge. Yeah. Um, I will also say their, their strategy is working really well this season, but the reason that Jordan and Tori and Casey and bananas and Wes have been successful season after season after season is because they take these friendships into account so much. So those people will consistently go to bat for them. And so if this is the one-off that those three want to play, because I feel like that's the core of whatever alliance that is. If this is the game that they want to play, no one's going to want to play with them in the future. If this is how they're going to do it, that's just how it works. And so that's the challenge. So yeah. And in one season, this could be successful. But they're just going to watch out immediately next time. <laughs> so, yeah. And I think, like, Danny's been talking about that all season, too, where it's like he just wants the money, you know? Mm-hmm. And so it wouldn't surprise me if, like, let's say he does win this season and he retires. Like, yeah. what more do you need at this point? Where I think, like, you know, people like Jordan and Tori, like, this is their life. <laughs> they're mm-hmm. Like, this is what they do. Like, they just want to come on season after season and do consistently well. And I think they probably value that more than winning sometimes. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I, as, as much as I dislike, you know, this alliance that's running things, uh, like, their logic is there where – Danny's like, why am I not gonna go against your ex fiance mm-hmm. at risk of money? <laughs> like, and yeah. I'm, like you're not wrong. And I'm mm-hmm. glad that Jordan finally got some pushback too, where mm-hmm. it was like, like, look at we we can't do this. Like, this is yeah, this is stupid. <laughs> yeah, it's just a little. Yeah, it's short sighted when you're when you're Johnny Bananas and you're trying to play twenty seasons. It's short-sighted when you're going to play even like seven or eight seasons and you want to be in that vet group who just can coast for the first like eight weeks. Yeah, you you don't want to just go after your friends. But if you're trying to just do your thing in this season and be done, great. I don't want to see your face again anyway, Sarah. Um, I never wanted to see it to begin with. She just is has so much confidence and like says such cocky things and it's like you didn't do anything, Sarah. I don't I'm trying to think when it turned for me cuz I when when she won game changers I kind of liked her. Like I was like, "Oh, you know, but I think maybe it's cuz we didn't really see a lot of her in the season before." And then Winners at War came. And I was excited. Like, "Okay, cool, her and Tony again." But it just quickly turned. Like that was I the was turning never, point. Game Changers I was out on her, I think, when I watched it. Pretty sure I didn't enjoy Game Changers because of that. I think what it was 
was her alliance to me with like Cole Pepper and Troy Zan that she didn't do anything. I think like she to me was like the deserving winner. And oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. watching her actually like make good moves in when it came down to the final six of people I hated, <laughs> it was like, okay, cool. This is a good winner. Like this is a, this is a solid winner. She played a good game of Survivor. Mm-hmm. Um but man, ever since then, it's it's been tough, man. It's been it's been tough to turn this on every week and be like, okay, let me watch Danny and Sarah run the game some more. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a new favorite though. I want Troy to win. Yeah, I just it just finally yeah, like hit him. me. It finally hit me. Just I'm like, how did this guy win? <laughs> like this is he's so <laughs> well, he's Ninja Warrior. Like you got to be like ripped to do that it's just yeah i like troy troy's would, a nice like you would oh, not first, think that <laughs> first at season it. in this and like he's just he's just still hanging on and just chilling i love it yeah like it just i don't know it's so funny i love it i love it so much so i think he's my mm-hmm. pick to win i want him and casey just to take the whole thing which would be hilarious to me i love that that's all i got for that yeah that's all i got as well all right so... cool Man, I want some of these people to win. I just don't want their partners to win. Yeah, it'd be nice if we just switch it up for the final, huh? But it would be funny if Danny and Tori won together and then just hated each other forever. <laughs> they like just do a random. And then shuffle. one of them got to choose to split the money or not. They do a random shuffle and it's like Troy and Theo are a duo. Like, let's go! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm all in on Troy and Theo. You kidding me? <laughs> Alright, well that's all we got for this episode. Uh, for more episodes, visit NotGameOnPersonal.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at NGAPPod. That is at NGAPPod. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and the podcast. Really? I'm Nathan, this is Tony. And we'll see you next week. Bye.